0: you're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning, Real Presence
1: Live listeners. This is the Monday edition of Real Presence Live, broadcasting you live from Rose Creek Golf Course in South Fargo. Um, We are Privileged to be part of the 17th annual Bishops Charity Golf Classic. I'm here with my co host Paul Braun. Good morning. And uh, Paul, we've just had a great hour. Uh, We got to share our vocation stories. Yes, we We did. Tell a little bit about ourselves. Uh, Visited with Steve Shones, our director. Of stewardship and development the head honcho if you will of this event um, helping all the nitty-gritty behind the behind the scenes of getting sponsors getting teams registered uh, him and Lori Leffer um, that administrative assistants for the stewardship and development office have been working tirelessly of getting this event on and what a beautiful day we have here in Fargo it
2: happens every year we get this gorgeous weather and I, I just I, I
1: don't understand it I think like I said before, I think the Lord loves the Bishop's Golf Tournament. <laughs> Thanks be to God. So we are joined uh, for this segment with Brady Borslin, our Director of Youth and Young Adult Formation for the Diocese of Fargo. Uh, Brady, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. Well, Brady, you know, this this event, the the Bishop's Charity Golf Classic, The Putt for a Purpose, uh, some of the funding that we receive here helps helps your department mm-hmm. um, and uh, for the diocese of fargo so tell us a little bit about what what's been going on i guess in the youth and young adult office and what you have planned in the future
3: yeah um so you're right this this golf tournament does uh benefit uh, both youth and young adult uh through scholarships um so since I've been here about three years, and since then, we're, we've been just trying to understand the, the lay of the land of this diocese and figure out like what where needs are and where we need to make some adjustments and bring some new things in. Uh, this last year, the, the biggest things that we did is we had our second year of our middle school camp called Camp Summit. Uh, we saw uh, an uptick of people there, about 15, 20 more kids. We had more staff and service team. Uh, we also had bigger numbers that are search retreats that happened throughout the school year. Uh, and then the other thing that we launched, this we did like a pilot of it in one of the deaneries. Is we called it an encounter night. So basically we took uh, a high school youth rally and shrunk it down more on a regional level and, and just kind of pulled away some things and, and just went to, straight to like the worship and the keynotes and just some community time. And so those are kind of some of the things that happened uh, the other big thing is like we, we increased our, our missionary program. So last year we started uh, like an internship with two missionaries, and this year we were able to go up to four. We had two guys and two girls, and they helped put on events throughout the Fargo area. They chaperoned various retreats. Uh, they were also involved in the, the construction of Camp Summit and le- leading the high school team that was there too.
1: That's awesome. So
3: so Camp Summit, you've been here three years, you said. So,
1: yep. Um, so Camp Summit, tell us a little bit about what that is how it's grown and kind of the fruit you're seeing from this last one maybe
3: yeah uh it was was pretty wild this last one actually but um so camp summit it's it's nothing new or it's well it's new here uh basically working in the diocese of crooks and i just took the the jp2 camp model that we had over there and copy pasted it over to this diocese um so what we noticed this last year so the first year like kind of like awkward in the sense of like nobody knew what this was. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was still like trying to figure it all out. It was again there's a couple other camps that were in the diocese but this one just had its own flavor to it. Uh, So this last year, you know, half of our staff knew what was going on. Majority of the kids that were there had gone before, so there was more of an openness uh, to being there, and so that really impacted uh, everything regarding the camp. Uh, We also uh, brought in a musician from California. His name was Jonathan Martin. Um, Well, he was from Minnesota, but he recently moved. Uh, Phenomenal at just leading the kids in worship, and he started out. Uh, the retreat or the, the camp by saying like you know i 'm here to engage in worship with you, even though some of the songs we 're going to do might seem a little silly or a little bit like goofy, it might be some dancing, but it's it 's not meant to be that It's, meant, it's still meant to be worship, mm. so throughout the entirety of camp we were we were talking about worship, we were teaching worship we were we were inviting the kids to go deeper into their relationship with jesus, um, and we did this while unpacking the life of j p two that was the mm. theme for this last year, and so what made it successful, I would say is it's just the small group uh mentors that we have were phenomenal uh like i said some of them were were there before and some weren't and once they really understood the mission of this camp like they just bought into it and they really dove into their youth engaged with them uh, there's a lot of good relational ministry going on um and then like i said our missionaries did a great job with the high school team uh we increased uh by about seven kids and that really helped seeing these high schoolers live out their faith for these mm-hmm. middle schoolers um and again at the end of it uh we had father Furch. he was another good one uh his homilies were good his presence was was fantastic Uh, and so overall it's just great camp
1: that's awesome and you brought uh, one of your missionaries with uh, thomas holcraft welcome thomas thanks it's good to have you here um again we're the reason having you guys on is you know this tournament really helps fund some of that especially the scholarship (coughs) portion but thomas tell us a little bit about your role as a missionary as it relates to to camp summit and we'll kind of get into the the summer koreasoo things uh, as we go here but you know camp summit is just it's good to have that that launching pad, if you will, for these kids, especially middle schoolers as they go they go back to school or they go into summer. So tell us a little bit about your role um, in this camp, Thomas.
4: Yeah, so like Brady said, um, we have like kind of a regular staff that leads the small groups and uh, stays in the cabins with the kids and kind of makes sure everything is under control. But there's also a high school volunteer team that helps kind of with set up and tear down and um, just kind of relating with the middle schoolers throughout the week um, called the service team. And so me and the other three missionaries, our main job throughout the week was to be in charge of that service team so we made sure that they were where they needed to be that everything was set up Um, but like kind of our more important job was to make sure that they were doing well just pastorally caring Mm -hmm. for them throughout the week because even though technically they are staff uh, they were still there on retreat and so like with most of the talks most of the sessions and particularly with the praise and worship and adoration they were allowed to be there and experience it for themselves and so they during those times for the most part didn't really have to be setting anything up so they were able to kind of invest in those times and so one of our main jobs is to make sure that they're not just experiencing that and then leaving with nothing and just kind of going off on their own um so just making sure that they were able to talk through you know things they experienced because there was one of the nights that we were there was very powerful and there was actually john martin like Reese said did a fantastic job Um, And as someone that has been around a lot of charismatic praise and worship, John Martin is probably the best worship leader, at least in my opinion, that I've been led in worship by. Just did a fantastic job, and um, a lot of the youth and a lot of the service team, and even some of the staff was just very emotional after. And just John did a very, very good job of not just uh, leaving them with that emotion, but helping them with, like, channeling that emotion towards the Lord. And so with the service team, like, a lot of them had never really experienced anything like that before, or it was very new to them in some way. Um, And so a really big job for us was just making sure, like, that they knew that was a good thing, that they knew that was okay, and just like, how to process that. Um, And we also, like, service team's schedule, this is just kind of a background thing, like, their their schedule is different from regular staff schedule, because we need to be in different places at different times, and so uh me and the other missionaries were in charge of kind of creating their schedule off of brady's main schedule for the camp
2: so Uh, this camp was for middle aged uh middle school students right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um how do you relate then what what do you have to do differently from like a high school or college to relate to kids who are in middle school to get them fired up for their faith
3: Mm. you know the, the interesting thing about the trends in the culture now is that you know by that age 11 or 12 is when Kids are making a decision, like a conscious decision of the value and importance of God or like Christianity or religion in their life. And so there's, there's a lot we can do with them. At that age, uh, they're they're more malleable. They're more open. Uh, they've got a lot of questions, but they aren't getting a lot of answers. So this is an environment. It's a place uh, for them uh, to be able to ask those questions. You know, whether it's in the small group setting, in a one-on-one setting, or there's some certain times where we have a, like Q&A sessions, like a men's session and a women's session. So engaging with the middle schoolers, uh, it's it's a little bit more freer. Um, we're, trying to get, we're trying to get to them really before the culture does. Uh, we know that there, there's a lot of things, a lot of like, technology uh, apps that are trying to, to get their attention, trying to, get, to dissuade them from Christianity. So what we try to do is at least try to lay a foundation, um, add on to what they're hearing back at home, uh, and spin it in a new way that it's more relatable for them, that they desire to leave there and go back and continue that formation.
2: Uh, Have you gotten any feedback already from this past Camp Summit from some of these kids or maybe from some of their parents? Have you heard anything?
3: Yeah, yeah. A joyful thing is we hand out eva- evaluations to all the campers uh, on the last day, and then I will follow up with all the staff in the upcoming weeks here, just do like one-on-one interviews just to see how it went. Uh, it was really good. It was really positive. A lot of them said they wanted a dance, and so that was funny. But a majority of them said like this has been one of the most powerful moments of their lives. Um, there was one girl whose mom was telling me because uh, they want me to come out to their to their churches. They were saying that um, she just like cried the whole way home. Like, because it was so powerful for her, and she encountered the Lord in such a way that she'd never experienced before, that she never wanted to leave. And that wasn't, like, an isolated thing. Uh, That was pockets of people saying this over and over again, parents emailing me saying, like, this was the best thing our kid has ever done. And it really laid a foundation for kind of the rest of the July and early August ministry that we did. So you get them at middle
2: school, and then you hopefully will bring them along to their high school years and when we uh, come out of the break something i do want to talk to you about is what you do then as far as when you take them from middle school then they start going to the high school events how do you build on that and how do you relate to them and then when they're out of high school how do you keep them uh mm-hmm. fired up about their faith so um, i'd like to talk about that a little bit But before we go to break a little bit of background for you thomas what what made you want to get involved in this Well, right out of high school, I did
4: uh, two years of missionary work with an organization called Net Ministries. And their primary target is middle school and high schoolers. So they have two different kinds of teams. I was actually on RPR before and talked about it a little bit. But basically, they have a certain kind of team that will stay in... A uh, parish, and there's a time to go around the country, and I did both. So you do retreats for youth, middle school, and high school, and just kind of get to know them and walk with them. And Fantastic. Like,
2: the Fantastic. And you're right, where are you going to school right now? University of Mary. All right. Oh, my alma mater. <laughs> Water. <laughs>
1: Well, beautiful. On the other side of the break, we'll continue to talk with uh, Brady Boerslin, the Director of Youth and Young Adult Formation, and Thomas Holcraft, Corey Isu, uh missionary. Talk a little bit about more of that transition from, from middle school to high school. Again, I'm Blake Riddiman, along with Paul Braun on Real Presence Live, and we'll get to you on the other side of the break.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo DiFilippis of St. Luke Productions.
5: Belief in the Personal God. This saying, I believe, is a conscious act of the self, an act in which the will and the understanding, the teaching and the guidance I have been given, are all cooperatively involved. This act comprehends the trusting or, if you like, reaching out, transcending our own limits, turning toward God. And this act is not just a matter of relating to some higher power or other, but to the God who knows me and who speaks to me. In that sense, he is someone who can speak and who can listen. That, I think, is what is essential about God. Nature can be marvelous. The starry heaven is stupendous. But my reaction to that remains no more than an impersonal wonder, because that, in the end, means that I am myself no more than a tiny part of an enormous machine. The real God, however, is more than that. He is not just nature, but the one who came before it and who sustains it. And the whole of God, so faith tells us, is the act of relating. That is what we mean when we say that he is a trinity, that he is threefold. Because he is in himself a complex of relationships, he can also make other beings who are grounded in relationships and who may relate to him because he has related them to himself.
3: This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning, Real Presence Radio Network listeners. This is Paul Braun, Director of
2: Communications for the Diocese of Fargo, filling in as a host today on this Monday edition of Real Presence Live, along with my co-host, Blake Rittiman. And uh, we are talking with Brady Borsland, who is the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministries at the Diocese of Fargo. And we're broadcasting live from Bishop Folda's charity golf classes, or classic, or as we like to call it, putt for a purpose we're at rose creek golf course in south fargo and it's a beautiful day and we're broadcasting from outside and i just can't think of a a better way to spend the money gorgeous morning. gorgeous love to be here brady we were talking the last segment about uh, a middle school event that you held i'm mm-hmm. very interested to see how you take these kids that they're that are fired up in the middle school age and bring them through high school and into young adult ministries how do you keep on how do you hang on to them
3: well it's it, it's a little tricky um we know that as kids get older um th- their schedules get busier, demands on them get busier and and just the the secular world is again trying to get their attention uh things that really do help is the parish ministry, not just parish youth ministry but parish like the the formation that happens holistically like getting families involved getting um having time for family uh formation and um, getting them, in a sense, excited about their faith because that's just going to make the kids excited too. Um, being intentional about the type of ministry that you do. Um, I think sometimes we feel like we just need to fill space with certain like, activities, events, thinking like that's going to keep them here. But what they really want is just connection. They want connectivity with other youth that are on, like on the same mission as them, but they also want to feel like a part of the church and like they're they're making uh, like a change to the culture. Um, so as they get older, like there's still going to be like the events. There's still going to be opportunities for them to get away to retreat because we know that that is valuable, that is needed. Uh, we've got some new things that we're going to do this this upcoming year, but the biggest thing is is just how is the parish going to engage the youth? Um, You know, I, I I sometimes say like, like beyond the classroom, beyond like, even though like the DVDs are great, even though like the workbooks are great, like, how are you going to engage the youth in a, in a very like personal setting? Um, so you th- see things come up like um, like why disciple that's starting to to grow a little bit here in the diocese. It's small groups uh, where they they spend some intentional time discussing whatever the topic is that they're in. But again, they're sharing uh, their lives together in the in these uh, these moments.
2: Well, Brady, you brought with you one of your core Christy missionaries, Tommy Holcraft, is here. Um, uh, you have some experience uh, as far as uh, seeing those young kids growing in their faith just within your own family and friends circle.
4: Yeah, so uh, I have two younger brothers that were actually at Camp Summit that we were talking about earlier, just middle school, um, Diocese Youth Camp. One of them was a camper. He's going to be a freshman, and the other one was on our high school service team, just helped us set up and tear down of a lot of the different parts of Camp Summit. He's going to be a junior. Um, And because my brother, who is a freshman, had kind of a lot of friends that were at camp. I was able to get uh, pretty tight with a lot of them. Um, and a lot of them were talking to me about the possibility of service team for them next year um, because since gonna, they'll be going to their sophomore year next summer, they'll be old enough to serve on the high school service team at Camp Summit. And so talking with them about that, I just kind of started to count, like, the amount of uh, freshmen who would probably be interested in doing it next year and doing service team next year. And I think that the total number with that ended up being like 18 different kids, which isn't including even the ones that would be coming back from this last year. We had 13 this last year. And so that was just really cool to see because that's a pretty big group of kids. You um, know, 18 kids might not seem like a lot that like it felt like a lot a just lot. like, yeah, yeah, it's like this is all the same group of kids that wants to stick together, wants to stick together in their faith life, wants to continue growing in their faith life. Um, however that may be. So that was just really cool
2: to see. Now, Tommy's a member of this Core Christy Missionary Group, Brady. Uh, Tell me a little bit about that, uh, uh, about these missionaries, what they've done this summer.
3: Yeah, um, so we've done a variety of things. Most of of our work has been based out of the Fargo area because we're still trying to kind of write up what we want to be about. We're still trying to get our our feet wet and and learn about our mission that we're trying to create. But uh, for the most part, you know, we, we, um... We executed events every single week on a Wednesday. Uh, we we worked with the churches. We we listened to see what like what they'd want, and then we worked as a team and kind of constructed a summer plan for them. Uh, each week had something different, whether it was like a like a frisbee and praise and worship. And night uh, we went to Park Rapids for a character challenge course, so like a high ropes uh, leadership course. And then we did praise and worship over there too. Uh, we did some some service and slash social justice type of events. Um, so they had something every single. week week throughout the summer Um, and then along with that they were small group leaders at our Steubenville conference Uh, because we had churches come but then we had individuals come with us too that didn't really have a group leader so then we uh, gave them to the missionaries so that they'd have uh, like an adult overseeing them, and then, like Tommy said, too, like they were basically second in command for uh, camp summit, like they knew the schedule uh, the most uh, outside of me, and they worked very closely with me in the office and constructing the schedule, uh, so like they were responsible, like you said, for the formation for the pastoral care of those high school students.
2: We have Tommy here, but you had three other ones. Tell me about uh, those three missionaries well they they couldn 't be here this morning but... yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're here in spirit.
3: Yeah, so we, we did have three others. We had uh, Drew Looning, um, Laura Funk, and Zoe Kraft. So Drew and Laura were new, uh, and Zoe and Tommy were a part of the original team that uh, we had last year. And so us four, we, it was great to have four of them because we could keep them busy. We could divide them out a little bit. We're, with Zoe and Tommy, who were here last year, they kind of knew what was going to happen. So they were able to take the reins on a lot of that work, where we were able to give Drew and Laura uh, the space to really kind of work with young adults. Uh, to kind of operate a- and create two events where that we could engage those young adults and try to build something for this upcoming year for them too.
1: I think it's going back to, you know, you had 18 prospective people that are interested in service team, you know, and I I have to say that's probably from you guys as missionaries, but also from the service team seeing them that they want to do something more. You know, um, they've they've experienced this connection, they've experienced the Lord in a way, and they want to do something more. So, Tommy, if you could talk about just, you know, all of us as we go on our walk, there's this time where we receive the Lord and we want to give it away. (laughs) We want him to work through us so that, you know... We can be his instrument. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about just being kind of in a leadership role, I would say, you know, helping Brady out. Brady said second in command, so I'm going to run with that. Um, Being in kind of that leadership role as a peer, um, what that did for you, and why is that so inspiring to others? Well, first of all, I just want to say,
4: you know, regardless of uh, how, you know, in control or high in command we were, um, really God's the one that's doing all the work (laughs) in an encounter with God. And so, at Summit, like, yeah, you know, we did a lot with, like, we knew the schedule and we knew kind of where people needed to be and everything like that. Um, but the reality is God's going to show up when God's going to show up. And there's not really anything that we can do um, to facilitate that so much because, you know, we can give them a space where they can meet God. And that's fantastic. But God's going to make himself known where he wants himself to be known. Um, and praise the Lord, he made himself known mm-hmm. at Summit. Um, and so with a lot of those kids, like I said, I have younger siblings. And so like, one of the main things I've realized in my life is that even if my younger siblings aren't going to admit it, they are watching what I do. Yeah. Um, which is actually just really helpful with helping me be a good example, like not only for them, but also for my peers. Um, and then just I think that example, not just of myself, but of the other missionaries and other staff members, was just really powerful for a lot of the kids. of just seeing like, oh, I can live my faith in ways that I never thought was gonna be the case. And like Brady said, our staff at Summit this year was fantastic. Um, They all did their jobs so well, were so relatable, and it was really cool to see the kids uh, bonding with them throughout the week Um, and just gravitating to them and seeing kind of the energy that they had and the fire that they had for their faith and just their desire to imitate that was really, really cool. Um, And as one of the people, you know, trying to be a role model, it just really helps fuel with, oh, like, all of my hard work, even though I'm doing this hard work so I can get to heaven, doing this hard work so I can love the Lord, like it's having other uh, rewards mm-hmm. with you know these kids kind of seeing what you're doing and being like, I want to be like that. Yeah. Um, which is just a really huge realization when you realize, like oh, these decisions that I'm making aren't just affecting me. like They're affecting my relationship with the Lord, yeah, but they're affecting a lot of other people's relationship with the Lord as well because they're watching the things that I'm doing. Um, both in my everyday life, but also just in prayer. So, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: go, I'm glad you said that too. Cause I think, you know, Brady, you touched on it too, the need for connection. But I think a, a lot of times the young people, I see this with my own kids as they're, you know, my oldest is 11, you know, under him is nine, going to be 10. How to pray, <laughs> learning how to pray, mm-hmm. um, And, uh, you know, you mentioned that worship leader, I'm blanking on name, John Martin. John Martin kind of, in a way, he's not only leading music, if you will, but he's teaching how to pray. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you adore, how do you worship in an appropriate way that's going to, because the Lord doesn't need us, (laughs) you know, to praise him. But as we praise, we get something from him. We receive from him. Yeah. so, you know, talk about the summer, you know, there you have the Christian missionaries. Tell us a little bit about what you did. I mean, you're teaching them how to pray, but you're also having fun along, too. You know, there's Ultimate Frisbee and things, too. Um, I guess, how are you, how are you leading in the summer, and why is that important to do things during the summer? I think uh, as far as doing things in the summer goes, when kids are kind
4: of in the school year, they expect there to be, like, every now and then there'll be youth events. Um, we'll have, you know, our religious ed classes and things like that. And with a lot of kids, they start to see their religion as, you know, if they go to a Catholic school, then, like, they start to just see religion as, this is my religion class, this is what I'm going to do. And then, like, once I graduate high school, I don't really need to be involved anymore. Um, and it's just a lot, like, very similar with um, just religious ed classes, like, after mm-hmm. school. It just becomes kind of part of a class in their mind, which, you know, is in no fault of the teachers. Um, it's just, like, kind of how the process goes in the kid's mind. And so in the summertime, when there's still things going on, a lot of times there's just a little bit of curiosity, I think, that's sparked with, Mm -hmm. like, oh, like school is over, but there's still stuff going on. And then if that curiosity leads them to go to one event, um, you know, it just kind of starts to realize uh, this isn't just a class. This is something that, like, is a way of life for these people. Mm -hmm. It's not just their class. Um, And so for the summer events, you know, we weren't doing stuff all the time. It was, like, once a week, and then we had Camp Summit for a week. Um, But it's just kind of, I think, a reminder for each of these kids that's showing up that, uh, that Catholicism is a way of life, it's not just a yeah. class. Um, which is just something that I think is just really good for them to see um, because in our society today, it's not something that is very promoted. So, exactly.
1: Yeah. And to kind of come down and to continue to have a relationship throughout the summer as well. So, well, Brady and Tommy, thank you so much for, for joining us this morning. A um, lot of great things, ladies and gentlemen, that's going on in the Diocese of Fargo Youth Office. Really appreciate your guys' sacrifice to the youth of this diocese. Um, I'm Blake Rittman along with uh, Paul Braun, and we're broadcasting live from Rose Creek Golf Course at the Bishop's Charity Golf Classic, which has helped funding you know some of these events that's going on in the Diocese of Fargo. We're going to take a quick break, but on the other side, we hope to have Bishop John Folda join us. So stay with us on the
0: other side of this break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.